This podcast is part of the OIW Podcasting Network. Hey guys, welcome back to Gilmy Talks. This is Gilmy again. Hope everyone's having a fantastic day today. It is still cold in London, Ontario, guys. And here's the thing. I have a fantastic show today. I have Justin Maine back on the podcast. I actually had him on for a charity event that has come and passed, Wrestling with AOS, hosted by Matt Terry, a friend of mine from the OIW Podcast Network, as well as, yeah, just a a great dude who is doing something fantastic for charity, so I decided to do up a couple pods for him. If you still want to donate to that cause, all you got to do, guys, is message Matthew, Matthew at Terry couple things first guys i'm so happy to get justin back on the podcast one he is wrestling again he's a personal trainer professional wrestler and a stuntman so you know i got i got a lot of questions for him so this conversation was actually real really fun and we went um it went a very different route than i originally thought and it turned out even better than I could possibly hope here for. It's a great show, and we I did get to ask him about updates on the on the Crow movie he is currently doing, and you gotta listen to find find those out, guys. So, a couple things before the show, you know, I gotta get the sponsorship stuff in, guys. So, first thing, go check out Ghost Jewels on Instagram. They have their site there. I'm, my stuff is coming any any day now. It's my I'll be honest. It got stuck in uh, uh, customs because it's my luck. Everything gets stuck in uh, cust- customs. So I can't wait to show you guys what I actually ordered. It's going to be fantastic. So go check those guys out and don't forget use the promo code Gilmy G U I L M Y at checkout for thirty percent off there. If you want a special Christmas gift for somebody, it is December 2nd. After all, guys, Christmas is going to be here before you even notice. Uh, check out BatsInTheBelfyArt.com for that special gift for that special someone. And if you need any graphic de- or design work, guys, go check out Rob, day 5-9. Great dude. Does amazing work. Love his, uh, love his stuff. I uh, just want to say thank you to Justin Maine for coming back on the show, being very generous with his time time again. And it was just fun catch, catching up, and I really hope you guys in, will enjoy this show. Talk to you on the back half, guys. Good morning, good evening, good night. How is everybody doing out there? This is Gilmy again. And on the line, I have my... Just a great fucking dude. I got Justin Maine on 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 the uh, on the line, guys. But I will get to get get to him in just one second. I gotta get a couple things going going here because you guys know you are here for a charity show, Wrestling with AOS 2021. It runs from October 22nd at 6 p.m. till October 24th at 6 p.m. Go purchase those online tickets. There are in there are still tickets available for the wrestling show. There are tickets available for the comedy show 
this is going to be a great, great night, guys. And it's for a fantastic cause, all run by my OIW Podcast Network friend and brother, Matthew Terry, former Ring of Honor announcer, host of It's Time Time, Time to Fight Pod, and just an, an all-around great, great, great dude. He has personally always been there for me if I ever need an amp and ear and this charity is very close to his uh, his uh, his uh, heart and go check that out and i am making an announcement right here my brand new sponsor to the show ghost jewels is doing a promotion to help me out and they're giving you guys any single one of you who buy any other products 30% off using the promo code gilmy g u i l m y at purchase and anything that I make off that is going directly to this cause. So I just want to throw that out. And now I'm I'm just going to do a proper intro to my 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 buddy on on the line. He's kind of saving my ass here. Justin Maine is a natural performer with a very unique background in film, TV, commercials, stunt actor, pro wrestler. He's based out of out, out of D- Detroit, Michigan. So I'm telling all you Ontario guys, he is wrestling again and he is a current BCWS. I hope I am getting that right. Champion right it right it right it right now. He made his wrestling comeback over the past weekend and I I just had to get him back on the show to talk about that. So, Justin, how's it how's it going, bud? It's going good. It's going good. Um, yeah, no, it was definitely uh, an interesting uh, experience coming back after about a year and a half off. But uh, everything, I mean, for the most part, besides a slight concussion and uh, some damage to the face, you know, it went pretty well. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, I saw the uh, – how is the uh, the eyebrow healing? Uh, it's healing actually really quickly. Um, a lot, a lot more quickly than I was expecting originally. Um, cause it, it, it was really bad. It was like golf ball size, like, mm-hmm. like a big, huge golf ball, like right above my eye. So that was uh, something I was a little bit concerned with. Um, but right now, I mean, the, the swelling went down and, uh, this, the cuts are, are healing pretty nicely. So I don't think I'll have a scar or anything. Um, and then the, the concussion, like it's a very, very minor slight one. I won't be wrestling for about another month anyways. So I should be way past concussion protocol by then. But even then, I've, I mean, I've had a few in the past and this is nowhere near as bad as some of those were. So, um, so yeah, I feel, I feel, I feel pretty good. I feel like I'll be fine to go by the next show. Awesome, man. Because, uh, well, concussions suck. Uh, I personally know it. There's nothing good uh, about them. I have had my old school expression. I've had my bell rung uh, a couple, well, a couple times now, but um, that's my own stu- stupidity. But <laughs> ain't that the truth? Oh yeah, it's and it's never a story like, oh, something fell off a shelf. Oh no, I was doing. Uh, I I was on a bike or a skateboard, and I decided to try something. Or I was wrestling and trying trying a new move that did not really work out, or something did not happen hap, happen happen right. Isn't that usually how it goes, though? Like oh with, yeah, <laughs> with like injuries, it's usually always the thing that you never expect the injury to happen from that actually like happens. Like anytime mm-hmm. I've gotten an injury in wrestling, it's never been like any like big, crazy, dangerous maneuver that's 
given me the uh the injury it's always been like some sort of like random thing like there's one time i sprained my ankle by just stepping off the apron yeah like that it was something as simple as that like for for this concussion like it was um getting my face smashed into the wall and i just didn't get my hand down in time um i've been kicked in the eye and it fractured my orbital socket uh man what oh i took a clothesline one time and it knocked me out completely yeah so i mean it's just it's always like the smaller it's not like some sort of like top row per and karana that's you know breaking my neck or anything it's always like the smaller things that you have to be cautious of oh yeah just like how how many people do you know have who've sprained an ankle or broken something just doing a baseball slide i think that is the most dangerous move in professional wrestling right now because i keep hearing people just something happens like their foot catches the apron weird or the edge of the ring or the guy's not exactly where needed and they overshoot and land go off the post or something. If I was to ever wrestle, that would be a move I would never ever do. <laughs> Who was it? I think it was uh I think it was Pac when he was back in WWE. Yeah. Um when he was Adrian Neville. Didn't he like do a baseball slide on like a show or something similar to that? And he just completely like had a compound fracture in his ankle after he went for the move. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I remember that. Yeah, that was the show that Jericho, um, the ref didn't know Pac was hurt, and Jericho got him, just started slapping the shit out of the ref to get himself disqualified yeah. dis- dis- because Jericho is like the best wrestler on the planet. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, he's easily one of the best performers ever. Oh, yeah. I don't even think there's any question about it. But, I mean, the fact that that happened on something as, as simple as you know, a move like that was, I remember that I could have sworn it was, it was either like a job pick or a baseball slide or something to that effect. Yeah. And uh, like, I mean, Pac is capable of so many crazy things that something like that simple took him out. Oh yeah. And he's because... in incredible, impeccable shape too. So oh, God. Yeah. Like um, anybody, anybody who says that Pac is not like the perfect looking wrestling bad guy is insane. Oh, oh, I love promo skills. Some oh, of the yeah. best mic skills on the independent scene right now. Yep. Well, I think he, does he still qualify as an indie wrestler? He, I mean, he's an AEW right now. So I don't know anymore what indie versus non-indie is because yeah. AEW has brought indie guys in on dark elevation and they let them be themselves. Right. Yeah. That's so. that's kind of my huge, uh, my big thing about. WWE versus a, 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 AEW. Like AEW, you come in with your own character. You own right. it. You do your thing. Where you go to WWE, they give you a package and you're involved in the package, which isn't a bad thing because if you look at some of the guys who have been quote unquote packaged, have had um, long super careers. And sometimes it just does not work for whatever, whatever, whatever reason. Yeah, but I think a lot of the time you have to, the performer has to find not just a way to make that character, that gimmick work, but they have to be passionate about it. You know, like you could have somebody who's like the world's best performer, but if they saddle you with like a really, really, really tough gimmick to pull off and you're just not excited about it, like it's never going to get over. I mean, you've seen it time and time again. Like how many times have you seen somebody who is world renowned as a fantastic wrestler get brought into WWE and then they elevate them to the main roster and then they just flail, oh, yeah. you know, 
Like it just happens all the time, especially over the past couple of years, more and more often. And it's because they're, you know, they're taking these guys that already have these ready-made gimmicks and, you know, characters, you know, applied their craft all over the world for over, you know, a decade or so, or just put a ton of time in and they're really talented. And then they just throw stuff at them that just doesn't work or they're not passionate about it. Oh yeah, just like they um, well that they should be able to handle that stuff, but at the same time, you're signing Ricochet to be Ricochet. You're not signing Ricochet to be anybody else. So why are you trying to change that? Yep, because Ricochet is probably one of the most he's probably the most athletic wrestler on the planet right now. The stuff that that guy can do is absolutely amazing. It's great right. to watch. And then you why they never gave Ricochet a mouthpiece? Because promos is probably the weakest part of his game, but I've seen him do some hot, fire, angry promos. But like, okay, so there's yeah. a thing though. Like they're just having him do stuff that he's just not good at. And honestly, I don't blame people for not being good at you know cutting promos that are basically not scripted in the way they that they would talk and not normal speak. And I think that's part part of the problem with like scripting, especially like over scripting a promo for wrestlers. So unless you have legitimate actors, and this is where it goes back to acting class, handling yep. these scripted promos, they're not going to know how to handle them appropriately. So either a you need to literally put all of your your wrestlers through like sophisticated, involved acting classes, or b you hire actors. Like yeah. straight up, like it, it's it's it it sounds like it's a a complicated process, but it really shouldn't be. Like I I really truly believe that they need to have. I mean, I, mean, I could be wrong. They could have people like this already in NXT, but like they really honestly should have a more thorough acting class um, as part of their regimen. Besides just wrestling training and whatnot, there needs to be. I don't want to. They shouldn't even be called promo classes. They should be called acting classes. Oh yeah, just like you, um, you stop running into the issue of people not being able to cut a promo realistically and making it sound like it's forced or fake. Yeah, because there's promos like like this. I am going to kill you with this. What and they just saying saying the words, and then there's the I'm going to kill you and I'm going to make you hurt. I'm going to make you feel the pain. I'm going to just there's that the inflection in 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 the voice. But right. also being being a podcaster for years, and I kind of learned uh, inflection in the voice is a huge thing. But well, yeah, I mean it's it's one of it's one of many things though that makes a performance, you know, believable. Oh yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not even just inflection; it's it's the rhythm of their voice. It's it's the it's how much they believe in what they're saying. It, it's 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 their eye movement. It's their eye contact, like. It, 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 it's so many different things that can set apart, you know, a performance when it comes to like character work or just with promo work, even, even stuff in the ring. Like yeah. it's, it, to me, it's the little things that matter. And I feel like I'm, I'm, I don't want to try to call people out. Like I'm not on the, I'm not on the WWE roster for a reason, but you know, they're missing out on the, on these small little things that are really, setting apart you know guys like you know cm punk and, and, and steve austin and randy orton and, and all of these people like 
they get these little things and that's why they have longevity to their careers that's why they're main eventers you know that's why they you know they make they get attention from not just wwe fans but they're getting attention from people outside of the wwe like john cena like they they understand these small little things i think that's very very um and i I, i'd like to see that more from the guys that they have on the roster because they have i mean before the latest purge they had some of the the most talented wrestlers on the planet on their roster and they're just not doing anything like Like, uh how do you how do you how do you have a multi-billion dollar company with you know, writers that you're literally hiring from film and TV and some of the most talented wrestlers on the planet and you're not, nothing's like, nothing's working. That doesn't make any sense. Like Bobby, Bobby Fish is absolutely one of my favorite wrestlers watching him in Japan for years. And then he goes to WWE and he had some bad luck with, with, with injuries, but I can't even remember him touching a mic. And he was in undis- the Undisputed Era, the number one faction in a uh, WWE at that time. And I don't remember him touching a mic ever. And yes, he was with Ad- Ad- Adam Cole and-, and a couple other very strong characters. But give him the mic. He's good. And people didn't get to see how good Bobby Fish was. And he's in AEW for a, a few weeks. And people are like wow, they really dropped the ball on this guy. Like, why was he not being let to be Bobby Fish? Because he's the only guy who can play Bobby Fish, right? Uh Yeah, and I just, uh, I just, uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, of that guy's, that guy's work. And just instances like, like that have happened multiple times in WWE. And it just... I don't know if they didn't believe in him or or not, but they signed him for a reason. And then he just kind of like fell by the wayside. I mean, I, I think it's just, a, I think it's, it's an example of signing away talent. So that way your competition doesn't get a hold of them. And then you have no idea what to do with them once you have them. You know, oh, I think yeah. it's an example of that. And I just think it, I think pro wrestling is very, it's very much stuck 10, 20, 30 years ago. Oh yeah, it, it's it has not moved forward at all. AEW is you know inching and crawling a little bit more forward, but it's it's very much stuck, and it needs to be revolutionized. It needs to there needs to be some sort of some sort of change, not yeah. even just WWE wide, but like industry wide. Like it needs to, it just it, it needs to be revolutionized. And oh, yeah. you you can say whatever you want about how to do that. I mean, personally, I, I'd like to see it go in one of two directions. Either A, you treat it more like a sport and you you drop the gimmicky bullshit things and you stop creating these farce of you know, farce characters where they're just not believable and you treat it literally more like an athletic event, very similar to MMA. Oh, yeah. Or you go more in the style of a cinematic type of, of offering. Like you go more in the style of something that like looks like a TV show, not so much a live event on TV, but like an actual TV show, you treat backstage segments like you're peering in on a conversation. Like Impact actually did something, or TNA, I guess a couple of years ago when it was called that, um, did something very similar to that a few years ago, where they were like kind of peeking around the corner and sneaking into a room and watching conversations develop, like almost like a, a voyeuristic type of um, of, of segment. 
which I thought was ahead of its time. And I, I would have loved to have seen that become more adopted because then it treats your show like it's more natural, like it's more real. And if you're going to, you, you, you can't, to me, you can't have your cake and eat it too. Right. Right. You can't say that you have this, you know, this real life event, but then you create these fictional characters that are literally at, at points in time running through holes in the wall, like a cartoon character, like, it, it, it doesn't work. You're trying to do two things, two separate complete things, and it's just not working. Yeah. So you ha- you have to go in a specific direction. And I feel that's the problem, you know, that there's no specific direction. So the cinematic matches work. The cinematic segments work. If that works, go in that direction. Do oh, yeah. more of that. Make it more like a TV show. Make it more like a Lucha Underground, you know? Say what you will about, like, how some of that stuff was but i mean for their budget they did a damn good job and oh, it was yeah. entertaining and it was fun to watch and there was really interesting storylines that they were weaving in and out like you could do something like heels on stars right now yeah i mean heels is a perfect example of how you can create a television show and then feature wrestling with it like you could it's so easy to do and they're just no no one is choosing a direction to go into and that's to me the biggest issue with pro wrestling right now, nobody's taking advantage of that. Not one promotion independent or on a national level is doing that besides maybe new Japan. And even new Japan is, is still, you know, it's still more in the, it's not really picking that specific direction. It's a little bit more of an athletic event, but it's still, you know, it has its, it has its moments. So I don't know, just, just one man's opinion. Hey man. We all have have opinions. Anyone, any wrestling fan has an opinion because everybody likes something different, right? Like right. me, me, I love comedy wrestling and watching guys like Psych, Psycho Mike Rollins, um, pretty, 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 pretty Ricky Wildey, just throwing on Ontario names out there. But the thing with these guys. They have the comedy chops, but they can fucking go like they're yeah. fantastic wrestlers, too. But they can also stop the crowd. They can do the they can do the ha ha funny gimmick and then put on one of one of the legitimate best matches like um, uh, Psycho Mike Rollins versus Dan, uh, Dan, 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 Dan Housen was one of my favorite matches I have ever seen. And it was just basically over a foil hat. Saying that to a non-wrestling person who's never seen it makes you sound like, kind of kind of like a, uh, like a crazy person. But right. if you watch the match, they both believe in it. It is very cinematic. It tells a fantastic, fantastic story. And it was just awesome from beginning to end. Because they right. both, they both uh, went went with it one 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 hundred per percent. And that's the thing, like you can't. I mean, like comedy wrestlers and comedy matches get a whole bunch of shit from like old school like wrestling veterans and. Oh yeah, I mean, to an ex- to an, to a certain extent, I understand where they're coming from, but that's. I mean, you got to keep in mind that's pretty much what they were raised in decades ago was legitimate sporting athletic events and now you're asking them to you know watch orange cassidy and not be appalled by it yeah <laughs> so but i mean but you have to have like a, i mean i love orange cassidy don't get me wrong i, oh, love, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love stuff that chikara has put out over the years you know mm-hmm. and 
I, I, th- I think there's a place for that in wrestling. I think there's a place of for really any type of style in wrestling. Like you can have a show that does more of like a, like an actual sporting event where there's points and you know, they, they don't, it's no nonsense, like barely any storyline. You literally just put wrestlers together and then just watch them compete and put on like fantastic matches. And I think there's a spot for, promotions to go in more of the cinematic direction and, and treat it more like you're watching a TV show or a series as opposed to like watching a wrestling event. Like, I think there's places for all of that in wrestling. I think there's places for serious matches and comedy matches. It's just a matter of whether or not you designate your promotion to have that as a central focus. You can't do both. Right. If, if you try to do both, you're going to, you're going to, I don't want to say segregate, but you're going to, I don't even want to say offend, but you're going to push that other part of your fan base away. It's better to have a focus as opposed to try to hit every single little, you know, every single little like bucket. Cause if you try to hit every single little bucket, you're going to end up missing a few of them. Oh yeah. Yeah. Again, my, per- my personal opinion, but again, <laughs> I, think, again, I think a lot of it comes down to just knowing who you are, what you are, and then going in that direction. Yeah. And, Hey everyone, this is Adam Hayes, host of Schwa Wars Podcast. I've been involved in independent wrestling here in Ontario since 2006, and I can't think of a better way of entertaining the masses right now than with this podcast. We don't only cover pro wrestling, but we cover everything pop culture, as well as a variety of fun and unique show concepts that make us different from the rest. We dispute, debate, discuss everything with a variety of guests as we rank, review, and rave about all things pop culture from the past and the present. So if you got a spare minute, or several, why not check us out today by going to anchor.fm slash schwa wars podcast. That's anchor.fm slash schwa, S-H-W-A, wars podcast. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash schwa wars. So don't wait and check us out today. Wrestling is fun. And a lot of people I find are for your, just forgetting that aspect that it's supposed to be fun it's a a lot of guys take it extremely seriously because it it is it has to be taken taken very very seriously as an athletic event or people are going to get hurt but the end the end of the day it's just it's an entertainment and if you're not enjoying what you're doing or what you're watching, why are you watching it? The people who complain about this product or that product, or why are you wasting your time watching it, man? Yeah. Yeah. Just stop watching it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because Twitter <laughs> like, is get... the, the perfect, perfect example for it. Right. <laughs> no, no, seriously. I mean, like if, if you don't like what's out there, then don't watch it. Like it's really honestly as simple as that. Like for me with pro wrestling, like it's hard for me to watch some of the stuff that's on TV right now. And it's not to say that, you know, it's, it's the wrestler's fault. Nine times out of 10, it's really not even the wrestler's fault. It's just the product that's being put on TV. It's the storylines. It's the interest. Like there's just nothing happening. And I, you know, I love AEW and I'll, I'll watch AEW when I can. So if, if I were to watch anything, it's, it's probably going to be AEW, but like, it's just there's not a whole lot of interesting stuff happening right now unless it's happening on like I mean certainly not with WWE. 
no. and I'm probably going to get shit for it. I, I hopefully like it's not hopefully it's not like career ending shit. Hey man, anybody you know, listening? I'm, I'm just I'm just being honest. I'm, I'm yeah. just being honest. And you can't tell me that there are some some guys on the roster that feel the exact same way. They can't watch the product that they're wrestling for. Oh yeah. So I mean, when you're at that point, you need to do something different. Period. Yeah. End oh, yeah. of story. That's just, it, it's as simple as that. You know, when I got back into wrestling, I didn't get back into wrestling for like anything besides like the A, the performance aspect of it, because I just love performing. To me, it's theater. And then B, the boys and the fans, like I got back for for those reasons and those reasons alone. I did not get back into it to be a part of the industry again. Like, I I think this business model for pro wrestling is is fucked. And I think it needs to be completely changed. Oh, yeah. Um, I, you know, being in the acting field and watching how the acting industry works and trust me, it has its own problems, but watching how smoothly it can run and how it, how smoothly it can go, even from like a theater sense, mm-hmm. there's no reason why pro wrestling can't go in that same direction. There's absolutely no reason. Yeah. Just, the problem is, is that there are certain people in this industry that take advantage of the fact that it's the wild west, that pro wrestling is almost lawless. There's no rules unless they're unwritten. I think that's bullshit. It needs to, it needs to be abolished. It needs to change. I, I would love to see a union happen in wrestling. I think there's a place for a union in wrestling, and I think it should be. I think it should be there. Absolutely, 100%. If there's a, if there's a union in acting, if there's a union in, a, in professional sports, if there is a union even being developed for MMA, then why the fuck is there not a union in pro wrestling? Yeah. There, and- 100% there should be. And going way back, the first one who brought up uh, bringing a union was Jesse Ventura way back, way back in the, the way back in, in the eighties, even seventies, maybe because mm-hmm. he saw people getting taken advantage of from day one. And he has been speaking out. He has spoken out, out about this so many times. Go check out one of his many, many shows guys. Cause he, mm-hmm. he, he tells his stories a lot better than uh, I do. <laughs> it's, it's just ridiculous though i mean i can i can share my own you know dozens of stories of this happening to me personally but i know of stuff that's happened to other people like oh yeah i i think it's absolutely ridiculous that guys are literally killing themselves for 25 dollars, if that a night that's not even going to cover their travel of five or six hours overnight to just get to the show yeah like it's just it's just ridiculous it's oh, absolutely it ridiculous. And part of it is the guys not standing up for themselves and like, mm-hmm. like proclaiming what they're worth. And then yeah. the other part of it is just, you know, promoters and bookers, some of them, and I'm not calling anybody. I've been treated well on by some promotions and I've been treated like absolute dog shit by other ones. And like, again, I think the other part of it is, you know, promoters and bookers taking advantage of that and knowing they're taking advantage of it and then being okay with that, you know, mm-hmm. I think there's a there's a huge issue in this field where your hospital bill will a hundredfold take over what you were paid on that show. And this happens all the time. Yep. I can't tell you how many thousand dollar hospital bills I've had that far exceeded the amount that I was paid on the show that I wrestled for where I got the injury to begin with. And do you think the promoter even tried to take care of me? No, no. Can they afford to? Probably not. But do you think they even offer? <laughs> they reach out and they're, they're like, "Hey, Justin, how you doing today?" 
it, it just I, I i can't stand it i i can't i can't stand it and i th- i want that part of the business to change as, as soon as possible because there are some really legitimately good people in this business that are just getting fucked over or they're just leaving the business because of just how they're being treated and it needs to stop yeah and there's there's been good things that happen have have happened happened over the past couple of years but a lot more needs needs to happen for the business to be healthy yeah truly truly does Mm-hmm. And it's, it's it's definitely not. It, it, I think that's a perfect way of putting it. It's not yeah. a healthy business, mm-hmm. and I don't think it's ever going to get the respect and the legitimacy that it deserves until it is treated like an actual business. It's yeah. not treated like the Wild West. It's not treated like a a, a carnival sideshow. It's yep. treated like it's treated like an actual business. Because once that's... that happens, then pro wrestlers will get the respect they, that they deserve. Because you can't tell me that pro wrestlers are some of the greatest entertainers on the fucking planet when they have to literally perform sometimes while they're hurt, but literally perform and do stunts and do this live and with no no second chances. If you fuck up, you fuck up, you have to keep going in front of fans and you're not being hidden on four different sides and you have to carry on a storyline and you have to carry on the story from that storyline and then you have to remember spot after spot after spot or you, you just improv and come up with things on the fly. Like pro wrestlers are some of the greatest entertainers on the planet and they'll, they, they, it, it's such a shame that they don't get the credit that they deserve. And how many times have big name actors who have have a pro wrestling background? I'm talking Dave Batista, The Rock, John's John Cena. The training that these guys have had over the years in every single interview that people talk talking about them, people mm-hmm. talk them up because it is an absolute joy to work with them. Because they are so happy to be acting. They're yeah. so happy to be doing this because they are, because they have the work ethic. They come in ready to go every single day. They're not lazy on set. They give their 100%. And there are so many quotes about those three guys that why are more professional actors, even yourself? I have talked to people who know you and they have said nothing but wonderful things about working with you. I appreciate it. Thank you. No, I'm, I'm not the one, I'm not the one, one saying these things, man. Legit. (laughs) These guys are. (laughs) I, I, I certainly will. Um, not going to name drop them on the show because that's not my style, but (laughs) I get it. I get it. Oh yeah. It just, it, it, it it is what it is, but really, man. And watching you, yeah, go please go. Go, go, go. I didn't, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, no. go. I was, I'm just rambling now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say, like, but, but also consider the fact that, like, The Rock is, I mean, at this point in time right now, the highest paid actor on the planet. He's, mm-hmm. he's the, one of the most well known actors on the planet. Um, he works consistently all the time. Look at Batista getting, you know, roles in, huge films like yeah. huge gigantic films not even just marvel but we're talking like dune we're talking blade yeah. runner 2049 we're talking like some of the greatest directors and and writers on the planet are booking him look at john cena you know yeah. finally getting his own tv show and and joining the dc universe and, and the suicide you know, squad was amazing it was look fantastic at 
look at Hulk yeah. Hogan back in the 90s getting yep. so much not even just attention to pro wrestling but he was getting legitimate media attention by appearing on, in movies and tv shows look at steve austin for a hot period after he got out of wrestling look at cm punk now who's now yeah. getting into acting like there's a there's a, a specific reason why wrestlers who and i'm gonna preface this who get it mm-hmm do really, really, really well outside of pro wrestling. They yeah. always, nine times out of 10, 90% of the time, they do well. Because not only, like you said, do they have the work ethic and they bust their ass and they know what they need to do in order to get to where they want to be because of where they came from yeah. and what it took to, to succeed in pro wrestling, but they get the little things that make a character and a performance excel even more. Mm-hmm. The, the, that's why I say, like, I wish pro wrestlers would get the respect that I feel they should get based off of the complexity of the business that they're in. I don't know of many actors that could go into pro wrestling and do what a pro wrestler can do. I, I don't know of many at all. And I think that needs to be recognized. And the problem with the rec- recognition of that happening is the fact that the business itself is just broken. And it's not being taken seriously because of the business, the way it's structured at the moment. If Mm. people in this business just banded together and want like strive to create legitimacy, not just in a promotion, but in the actual business model and created something that could unite all wrestlers together and all bookers and, and come up with something that would legitimize just the success of this business then I think we're going to see a revolution in how pro wrestlers and pro wrestling are portrayed in the media. And they're, and they're acknowledged by um, people outside of just being fans. Like, I I think there'll be an actual, you know, a a legitimate business that will, will be appreciated and respected as opposed to what it is now. Yeah. And it's, I want to see that because I love wrestling, whether it's indie stuff, the Fed, AEW, any of the other pro- promotions out there. I just love watching good wrestling. And I want to see the, the industry just become stronger and stronger over, over, over time and just get better and healthier. Yeah. That's yeah. it. There's nothing better than a very entertaining, just good dramatic match. Like just sitting there for like 20 minutes to a half hour and just watching like two guys who, who quote unquote get it. And just putting together this like amazing story that's just so entertaining and unforgettable to watch. Like, th- like to me, those are the matches that make fans fans. Like they just watch it and they're like, wow. Like, and that that's oh, yeah. what hooks them and, and gets them addicted to to the to um to what they're watching. There's yeah, nothing just, better than that. It's like even um I saw saw this uh, uh, Josh Alec, Alec, Alexander match when he was wrestling for when No Limits was a promotion. It was a three minute match, and Josh just kicked and stomped and beat the living hell out of this guy, and where the crowd was actually genuinely concerned that it was a shoot that he was just walked up, just did a forearm to his face and just pounded the guy because it was a tournament. So, and he was, he, he, it just was absolutely brutal. 
and the guy rolled out 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 of the ring people carried him helped him and backstage he was yeah fine because josh alexander is a fucking pro and yeah yeah i'm and truly happy to see all the success that he has been having oh yeah josh alexander is one of the most underrated guys on the planet right now when it comes to pro wrestling oh yeah he he he, again one of the guys that quote-unquote gets it like he Mm -hmm. understands how this how, how to perform and he understands his character he he understands every little facet of it like i i love josh i i've I, I remember seeing him years ago before he started getting the recognition that he was due. Like mm-hmm. before, like, I, I remember right when he first started. So, oh, Jay, you know, way it's, back, it's amazing, it's amazing watching his progression and, and where he's at right now because the the guy, I mean, he absolutely deserves every little bit that he's got. Oh yeah, and as an Ontario guy, as yeah, he's 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 not from London, but I've seen him wrestle in in, in London lots and lots of times. It was it's. So I'm so happy, so happy to see that guy getting the starting to get the recognition he truly deserves because he is one of the best pro wrestlers on the planet right now. Agreed. I completely agree. And since I only got 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 you for about another 10, uh, 10 minutes, I would be a horrible podcaster if I did not bring up the crow, man. (laughs) (laughs) I know wrestling wrestling is one of your loves, but this is how I kind of found kind of found found out of you because I'm a huge crow 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 fan since I originally read read the book and you got to meet James O'Barr. You're making the movie. It went from a short to a full length. And don't worry, guys, I will be getting him back on the show after it's re- will released and we'll talk all about that. But I'd a little, oh, I do, there, there's so much that I want to talk about with this film that I just can't talk about. I know like, you're I killing have, me. <laughs> I, I want to have discussions about what we do in this film so badly, but mm-hmm. I just, if I were to have those discussions right now, it would spoil some amazing things that I just don't want to spoil. <laughs> and that's the thing, because I'm so looking forward to it. I've seen the trailer. It looks beautiful as a film thank you it looks absolutely amazing and when is it do you have an actual release date now since you made it because the fan feedback you got you decided i'm going to go from a short to a full length and makes me happy because i get uh, another amazing another full length amazing crow crow movie dude yeah right Yep. It's an unofficial crow film, so it, yep. I mean it's not part of the canon. But I mean, if the if the fan wants to include it in the canon, that's fine. And I mean, I got I James O'Bar- <laughs> we we got James O'Barr's approval, so he's all he's all on board. I wish yeah. I could talk with the studio a little bit more um, to see if we can make something more official about it. But I mean, mm-hmm. it is what it is. Um, oh yeah. But no, uh, we're targeting before the end of the year for sure. Um, the, the thing right now is that in post-production, we had a few setbacks with uh, visual effects and with sound. Stuff that we've worked out of since then, so we're, we're moving along just fine. Because of those setbacks, um, we've had to push things back a little bit um, further into the, into the future when it comes to the release. But, it, oh, yeah. it, you know, I don't, I never wanted to put myself into a position where I just rushed and forced, you know, this thing out because we were trying to hit a release date. It's oh, yeah. not about that. I don't give a shit about the release date. I care about the quality of the film. Mm-hmm. Because you only ha- you only get one 
time to make a first impression unless you're Zack Snyder in Justice League. And even oh. then, he didn't even get to finish his own film. That was, you know, yeah. <laughs> that was I know. studio. So, I mean, we only get one chance at this. And I want to make sure that the first chance we put out is the best absolute product that we were capable of putting out. So if that means we release it in, you know, late November or late December or even January, then then so be it. But at least I know the the quality of the film is going to be where we need it to be when it's mm-hmm. out and people enjoy it for what we want it to and for, for what we want them to enjoy it as. Oh, yeah, because and I'm I OK, I've been a fan since I found out about this when I first saw a screenshot of you in the makeup which is fucking badass. Um, Thank you. you. (laughs) And yeah, so guys, go follow all the socials for The Crow. You will not be disappointed in any way, shape, or form. Go watch that trailer. It is worth your two minutes, three minutes. About three minutes and six seconds, I believe. Okay. See, you're the guy who uh, who's uh, 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 making making it. Me, I'm just the fan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm I appreciate just... that. I mean, I, I appreciate all the support. We put a lot of you know, we oh, put yeah. a lot of love and a lot of you know. I, I hate to say it; it's a very commonly used term, and it annoys me every time I hear it. But blood, sweat, and tears into this thing. Oh yeah. So, um, it, we just wanted to really put out something that not only just like crow fans would enjoy but just like people in general we wanted to wake people up to this franchise that may have never seen a film work or read a comic or you know who may not might not even know at all what the crow is like they've never even heard of it we we want to open up a brand new audience to the franchise that this is inspired by um and we're doing that in part by not literally recreating or copying anything that's happened before those Mm -hmm. movies and those comics are their own you know they're their own things that their own you know their own stories we wanted to create something brand new that again nobody has seen in this franchise we're doing new things that have never that have never happened and while it's a little nerve-wracking to see what the reception will be like um we're also very excited because we know we have something very unique on our hands with this film and uh, we're, we're excited that people get to, you know, they get to experience maybe things that they've always wanted to see in a Crow film, but, but they haven't, or maybe stuff that they've never even considered. Um, and I, I think that's really, it's, it's really liberating to be able to, 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 to do that and um, to really put that out there and get people talking again, get people interested in the franchise again. Because I think if there's any franchise that deserves to, you know, to have you know attention i think it's this one you know yeah because the story the same thing about every single crow story is there's love revenge redemption and those are the kind of the three three things that i that i absolutely love in those uh those crow stories no matter which one it is whether you like the first one or the third one, or not even going to bring up the fourth one though, but um... yeah, I think that, that one's better off being kind of. Oh yeah, yeah, because the the third sequel is an absolutely beautiful movie, and it's just awesome. And yeah, some, yeah, all those all all those films are just great. But and just going to say thank you very very much for your time. And hey guys, remember 
wrestling with AOS. Go follow them on Facebook. You can look everything up there. It's a great cause run by a great dude. And if you have, if you have anything, any little tiny donation helps. So go donate to, to, to all those things. If you want to see some great wrestling and a great comedy show, just go follow them on, uh, on Facebook guys, because it's going to be a, be a great time myself. I'm there. My OIW podcast buddies are there. Uh, some of my Jonas friends are there. Brendan Caulfield with his show, the black bald podcast is, is there, there is moonshine wrestling's going, going to be there. I can keep going and going, go check it out. Cause it's going to be a fantastic time. And once again, Justin, thank you so, so much for, uh, for uh, doing this, man. Absolutely, man. Thank you for having me. Hey guys. I just want to say a big thank you to Justin Maine for coming on the show. It's always a blast talking to that guy. And when the crow crow drops, I'll definitely, definitely invite him back on and go go check him out on anything he does because he's a very talented dude. And if you need a personal trainer and you're in Michigan, why are you not looking that that guy up? And I just want to say a couple things before I get out of here. Any graphic design work done, check out Rob de 59 That's in the Belfry art. She still has room for commissions, guys. She does. So go check that out. And also, if you want to want to support me or the OIW network guys, go check out the Gilmia Talks launch cart store as well as the Cadet merch is there as well. I just want to say thank you for for listening guys. Oh, I almost forgot. Go check out Ghost Jewels for 30% off, use that Gilmy promo code G-U-I-L-M-Y because it's fantastic and it honestly helps every little bit, helps the show. Everything I make make from any of this goes right back in, in into this. Better e-equipment, get spending it on an advertising budget. You you know. You guys know. I'm a, I'm a one man one man show doing do do I'm one guy doing doing this show having a blast while doing it and you know what i'll keep it short and sweet talk to you guys in about a week bye guys